what's going on guys and welcome to the benches cleared podcast where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports i am jesse gutierrez and i represent the side of the san francisco giants only played four games last week and sucked really hard going one and three they sure do suck and i'm tyler co representing the los angeles dodgers who went an abysmal three and three 500 it hurts I hate how that's a business because I, I fucking know. hate you. I know. You I just so much to piss you off. Especially since the Giants are still not playing baseball on this Tuesday. Missed a lot of games. I mean, first is because of the COVID scare. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. It's going to come up. Now the air in Seattle wants to be a little bitch. Okay. Um, and it sucks because the Giants suck in doubleheaders. They're 0-4. And now we're going to have a doubleheader uh, at Oracle on this Thursday. Uh, yeah. Couldn't go any worse for us right now. Um, I, I want to take it back to the beginning of the week. We're going we're gonna to recap last week. Go back to the beginning of the week when everything made sense and everything was great. You know, we fucking handled the Mariners. I was happy. Tyler Anderson shoved. He obviously heard he was the dud of the week last week. Yeah. So he wanted to prove me wrong. Uh, and the Karate Kid, Mauricio Dubon, looking great in center field, making great plays. The Giants were two games over 500. I was happy. It was a good time. Uh, and then the Padres, we came, we went to San Diego, and we did not have a good time. Got slapped like this redheaded stepchild that we were. Um, got swept. And uh, won one fucking game. At least one. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping, it's a skid. I'm, I'm hoping it's a skid, okay? Because I'm hoping things return to how well, now things are the 2020 normal. Now okay? I hope you keep losing, but you couldn't have done us a solid. You couldn't have won one. Fucking game. We have another series against the Padres. Uh, it's there's gonna it's gonna be a that's gonna be the new four game series. Hopefully we can take the uh, take the sweep. Actually the Padres don't do that well in Oracle, so hope to God they. Don't. Hopefully that works. Hopefully some type of juju, little voodoo stuff we could do to make it work can happen. Um, Smiley was. Um, I'm really excited for the pitching because Smiley's back. I think. You know, he, he looked really good, and he's, you know, the, the starting pitch, hopefully, hopefully he's going to have a little bit of bounce back, and offense is going to go back to 2020 normal, like I said. Uh, but who knows? And that's going to segue us into uh, my stud and dud of the week. Uh, the stud is going to be, obviously, Drew Smiley, because no one fucking hit this week. Um, it's it's kind of sad that the stud only pitched four innings, but they were a great four innings in relief. His first um, start – well, not start, relief appearance – Back from the IL, four innings, eight Ks, eight Ks, just curving guys, carving them up like a fucking Thanksgiving turkey. Um, Kevin Gosman has a little bit of a scare. He's coming back. We're starting pitch is going to be great. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything to say about that? You look like good. great, great, grand, fantastic. Yeah, it's a it's a really weird situation to be in because depending on how this series goes with the Dodgers and Padres. By the time you guys play the Padres, I might be rooting for the Giants one game because I, you know, want them to get the seventh seed and not the eighth seed. Or I might be rooting for the Padres because uh, I want them to uh, knock you out of the playoffs so we don't have to see in the playoffs. It's a roller coaster of emotions. I really want my Chipotle. I told you that you can keep your Chipotle card if, uh, if, if the Dodgers don't get the first seed. And now I don't know what to do with my life. I don't even know who to root for. Because uh, I honestly don't want to play the Dodgers first round. I, I really don't because the Dodgers got kicked out the first round. I feel like that can't happen two years in a row. But if anyone yeah, can do well, it, it's the San Francisco Giants. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, 
Moving on to the dud of the week should be the entire offense, honestly. But let's let's highlight someone who's especially bad. Justin Smoke just acquired him. Not sure why he didn't start at the alternate site like I said they were going to. Uh, Man started two games. They were seven inning games, so it wasn't a lot of at bats. But he was over five with three Ks. Just look lost out there. Uh, I, I know it's Mike Clevenger. I, I, I get it. But at the same time, come on, bro. What are we doing here? I, I want to see Slater get those bats. I don't know what's going on with Slater. I don't know if he's hurt. He ain't on the aisle. He's up. Let him swing. All right. I, I don't understand the smoke thing. Yeah. Well, I would just like to add a a, a consolation or you know a, what's the what's the an honorable mention to the dud of the week for the Dodgers. I'm giving one to Dave Roberts and I'm giving one to Kenley Jansen. God <laughs> damn it. If if Dodger fans aren't fucking petrified about who's going to be closing games, I don't know. I wish I could feel the way they do because I would love to not feel scared. You put him in there, he gets rocked by the Astros. Six straight hits, you leave him in there, he gets torn up, and then you bring him in the next day. And, I mean, we got out of it. We got out of there with a W. But he threw 25 pitches and was terrible. You don't put him in back-to-back games. I know you want to get his mojo up and whatever. But 25 pitches is a lot for that guy. And now yeah. you throw him back to back games. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Him and Pedro Baez. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to add those two honorable mention dead of the weeks because I, I feel like people – A little preview. Now, now viewers know it's not going to be those two of the dead of the week. They were on pins and needles waiting for your yeah. dead of the week. And now people, they know it's not Kenley or Dave Roberts. Dodger fans would be pissed off if they – if I didn't acknowledge the shit show <laughs> that was that Astros game. Played eight great innings and then for nothing. And before we go into the Dodgers side really quick, we do have a fuck you of the week like we always do. And it's going to go to the one and the only Bob Nightingale. What a bitch. Uh, He posted a story in the USA Today claiming that Dickerson got COVID seeing friends and family in San Diego. And I got to be honest with you, knowing when it came out that it was was a COVID thing, and um, Dickerson's name got, started swirling around that it was possibly him. I got worried that it was one of those things because he's from San Diego. So I was like, oh, no, it's going to be a Mike Clevenger thing. Turns out, nah. Turns out he just saw his bedridden pregnant wife who was, who's been quarantined, totally safe to see her. She's doing a week. Uh, and and c- congrats to the dicks, by the way. Um, basically, he got accused of being an irresponsible dick. And turns out he was just being a good stand-up dick guy. All right, it's Clean bullshit dick, because not a dirty dick. He's not. And 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 it was it was sad, man. He he did his uh, his Zoom interview uh, b- before the game and started getting like choked up because uh, social media went crazy at him. Oh, well, look at that! I'm really upset, throwing wires everywhere. Uh, social media went crazy. I mean, the media. I mean, regular media went crazy, blaming him for all this stuff. A lot of stress on someone who's a week away from. Uh, from giving birth to their first child and stressful. So, and, and, and the thing that gets me to Bob Nightingale has not came out once to retract it. He has not apologized and keeps tweeting about the Padres and, and this and this and this and this like, bro, don't be a bitch. Apologize. Retract it. It happened. I, I get it. I mean, first of all, don't leak shit. That's just a, a obviously an unreliable yeah, source. That's pretty a uh, shitty journalism there. Yeah. And then not only that, when you're done, you need to make amends and you need to, you need, you need to make up for what you did. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's really shitty. Because when it first came out, the obvious to me was, okay, it's Justin Smoke. You know, mm-hmm. traveling. Yeah, that was like, okay, thing, yeah. that, that, that makes sense. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's no one's fault. He probably just got it while traveling and it's unfortunate. But then to come out and be like, yeah, this guy's been irresponsible. I mean, look what that did to Clevenger. That basically signed his fucking trade to San Diego. Yeah. So putting shit out there like that and not even having the decency to retract it, that uh, he's definitely deserving of the fuck you of the week. Yeah. Fuck you of the week, always presented by Farhan. Uh, as the slogan says, fuck that guy. And you can quote me on that. You know, and the way I see it is, the way, I, the way Tyler says it is, I'll fuck that guy. You can quote <laughs> me on that. I'll give him a reach around right now. Western grip style hand job, no problem. <laughs> it ain't no thing. Now to go into the interview with our very good friend. All right, and now welcoming to the Benches Clear podcast, we have our friend Blake Harris, who covers the Dodgers for True Blue Nation and is an editor for SB Nation. Welcome to the show, Blake. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm looking forward to this, looking forward to talking Dodgers, looking forward to uh, talking about how bad the Giants are, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a, a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> I love opening up I mean, with the shit talk. That's, that's, that's what we're all about. And well, it's going to be great. It's going to be great because no matter what, like we've said for the past couple of weeks, when we play you guys in the, in, the, in the playoffs first round, we got nothing to lose. If yeah, you guys we- beat the shit out of us, okay, who cares? And if we just, even if we win one game, that's a chink in your chain. We're in your heads, and you're yeah, gone. I, I've been saying this all along. I do not want the Dodgers to play the Giants in that best of three just because anything can happen in a best of three. And for whatever reason, the Giants are, like, the only team that have really played the Dodgers well this year. And exactly. I, Period. Past, like, eight that. years. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they, they haven't won a series, but um, before, like, before the season started, we were saying over the Dodgers' reign of winning the division was the past seven years, eight years? Yeah. Um, the Giants are one game under 500 against them. So, unbelievable. Anything could happen. Yeah. So, just would, don't give me the Giants in round one. Yeah. I would, oh, we're going to give it to you. Was it last going to give it to I, you? That I was like, please, God, let it be the Marlins. Yeah. The Phillies. Don't let it be the Marlins. Well, see, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid, as afraid of the Marlins as I am the Giants. I know they're three men. Well, I appreciate that. They got some young pitchers, but. Jordan Yamamoto just got rocked for like a million runs a couple weeks ago. Edwin Rios just hit a solo home run. Dodgers up 3-1. That's what you love uh, to hear. Did he pimp it? Did he pimp the shit oh, out of yeah. it? I don't I, – I, I wasn't watching because we were recording. I just saw the ball go out. I don't know. <laughs> if he my little – my, my, my illegal app right here is, is not really doing me justice right now. Well, if, if he pimped it, I might have to uh, tweet something about it because uh, Padres fans think I'm an old man and absolutely hate fun in baseball and don't like pimping home runs. So I'll have to wait and see how that looked. Well, so this is, this is a perfect segue into something I wanted to yeah. talk about. I know you had some, some strong thoughts about Trent Grisham <laughs> yesterday, and I align with you there. And it's one of those things where eh, he got a good stare at it. You know, we, we kind of promote – you know, bringing the fun back to baseball, but there are still some things, some lines, like you said, that you don't cross And it. To me, it's more of you're going up against Clayton Kershaw, who's going to be, you know, a legend one day is going to be a hall of famer. And is for me, it was just, you don't respect, you don't disrespect Kershaw like that. I don't know if those were your thoughts exactly. 
Um, but I'm curious to kind of delve deeper into what transpired last night and why. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just trying to get the game up so I, I can see how, ex- how exactly it looks. So, yeah, to, to give my thoughts, first and foremost, I'm, I, I am fine with pimping home runs. If you hit one, I'm fine with doing whatever. I mean, we've seen what, what Dodgers players do with Puig. Now, granted, Puig would pimp it on flyouts, so yeah. I don't know if he's the yeah, best. Yeah, right. I, I'm they used to piss for- me off. I know. Even Dodgers fans were like, what are you doing? So I'm, yeah. all for, I'm all for pimping home runs. I'm all for doing that. Like what he did was fine. I don't know if in the seventh inning of a tied game in a regular season, like if this was a playoff game, sure. I thought it was a, a little excessive, but again, I'm fine with that. But you don't stare down Clayton Kershaw, who's going to be a Hall of Famer, when Kershaw, I don't think even was looking or even cared. You don't do that. And then when he was ran in third base, he was like given like this, you know, the Shaka sign and pretty much egging on the Dodgers. Then he started cussing him going back and forth. And then he jumped on home plate like Engelberg and the Bad News Bears when he just like <laughs> in the air and hits home. That's, that's the thing that I had a problem with. But for whatever reason, Padres Twitter got a hold of that. And I essentially was just like, again, like some grandpa that hates fun in baseball. Again, I, I'm all for pimping home runs. Do that all you want. Just don't go showing up the opposing pitcher, especially a guy like Clayton Kershaw when because uh, a lot of people were comparing it to the Max Muncy, Madison Bumgarner one. And I thought that was an awful comparison for the reason that Muncy, every home run he does, he bat flips, he pimps it every home run. I don't think it's necessary every home run, but he does it. He was taken first. Bumgarner took exception to it. He started barking with Muncy. They went back and forth. And that's when Muncy gave, you know, the infamous line. I, that's, if, if Kershaw would have started going at Trent Grisham, then I think that allows Grisham, he has the right to bark back, talk to the dugout, all that. But Kershaw was quiet. I mean, I'm sure based on how he reacted to Kershaw, that upset some Dodgers in the dugout. Maybe that was what the back and forth was going on. But, yeah, for whatever reason, the Padres' Twitter just went. I mean, I've been getting DMs saying, like, I need a, I need a fastball 100 at my head. Uh, just, like, a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I, I wasn't even talking bad. I just said, like, don't, don't show up the opposing team, which he did. So, again, yeah. hit all you want. But I Yeah, and I think that's the line that kind of – the distinction, oh, cat here, that needs to be drawn is if Kershaw initiated something, right. sure, go for it. But Grisham just started with the stare down immediately. And like you were saying, Max Muncy wasn't staring down Bumgarner. He hit the home run. He watched it, which is all well and good, but he didn't initiate any kind of shit talking. And I think that's um, kind of where the line needs to be drawn. And who the fuck is Trent Grisham anyway? In comparison he's a, to Clayton he's a guy who Kershaw, couldn't, who couldn't he's a fucking nobody. Card game. Yeah, um, that's not my only claim to him. I know he did. That's that's his lone play in his hand. Yeah, right. I, he, I took a, took a ball to the knee. He um, may have potentially the Dodgers out last last postseason because he couldn't feel that goddamn ball in the outfield. Right. Okay, I I gotta push back a little bit, guys. I'm sorry to 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 break down the the agreement party here. Um, as far as Grissom, he pimped the shit out of it. Right, because I mean, he didn't have a huge bat flip. He had a little bat flip, but it was more the turn to the uh, to yeah. the dugout and was like, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I guess this is what I would do. I don't know why I'm doing that. But he did something, right? I can't believe that the Dodgers didn't say anything to him. Okay, and I feel like it was a, hey, I'm gonna pimp it. I'm the shit. And then the Dodgers were like, hey, fuck you. And he was like, well, fuck you. That's kind of like the mindset I've I see looking at from the outside. And my reaction to that is fucking great. I love it. I love sh- like shit talking in baseball. I want more of it like like it is in basketball. A lot of trash talk. I love it. I love the yeah. way the Dodgers handled it, except for Dave Roberts, where they talk shit to him, 
they were down in the game. They could have easily went, you know, eight, you know, 95 miles an hour to the back. They didn't do it. And I, I just hope I didn't see the Edwin Rios home run, but I hope he pimped the shit out of it to kind of like do the back and forth thing. I'm all for it. They had to have gone back and forth a little bit. I don't think there's no way that they were silent all the way up until he went to third. And he, I think he did like a, I think I heard somewhere. I'm not sure how true this is because I literally slowed it down and tried to see what he was doing. And I couldn't make it out, but someone said he gave like a three, like that's the amount of home runs he's hit against them or something like that. Yeah, I don't know so how I guess, true that is. I guess he has eight now. So I guess he had like the five and the three, which I don't know either. Cause I was like, why is he doing this as he's Yes, I saw that. I guess, yeah. I didn't so see I the other he, hand. Yeah. So I guess it's a thing where, okay, that's, that's fine. Cause at first, again, at first I was like, what is he doing? But first to go to your thing, the other Rio Sherman must've been at least 450 feet, but he didn't pimp it. Unfortunately. Oh dude, come on. Come on, Rios. You got to pimp that. I mean, I he, and he's in the position. You got to respond. He was like one for his last 20. Right. So yeah. Yeah, dude. He got, he just got meek milled. I mean, right. I'm sorry. Drake came out you and dropped two things on you, you, you and you just, you don't do anything. Come on. Right. Give us something Rios. Right. But I, I, will finish, talk what, about. I will finish the, what you said where like, again, if the Dodgers, like they were barking, which again, I'm fine with like guys want to bark back and forth, which again, I'm sure they were, but the reason like, I'm sure the Dodgers were barking was because of just him staring down Kershaw. Yeah. Probably the home run as well, because again, the bat flip wasn't that much, but I don't think I've ever seen a guy like straight up fully. I mean, it was like a full turn that he did essentially. Oh so, yeah. He, he went extravagant for sure. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm sure what it was was just, <laughs> again, the unnecessary stare down. If this is like some rookie pitcher of this is something, or again, if this is like the playoffs, like so be it, but in a regular season game, I get like, I think he came out and said it was like the biggest home run of his life. Like I get it, but like turn to your, turn to your dugout and like raise your fist, but a guy like Kershaw, you just don't stare him down. You respect him. He respected you. And the thing is, Kershaw had, like, the most professional response after the game. He's like mm-hmm. – he, he did. I he liked his response. Once. So, but, yeah, again, again, again. I liked again. his response, but on at the same time, I feel like no matter who – I mean, and this goes back to the Max Muncy, Madison Bumgarner thing. Technically, if you want to look at it, it was Max Muncy's, like, second year in the game, and this yeah. is one of the best World Series pitchers of all time. You could go that route. Yeah. But and, – and, honestly, I think – if it was on the other side, you know what I'm saying? Because when the Max Muncy thing happened, you know, to me, obviously, Giants fan, right? I'm thinking, dude, fuck this dude, right? And I'm and I'm upset. And I was even mad at Bummer because I'm like, dude, I'm sick of sticking up for this dude. All he does is freaking, like, get mad when someone pimps it. But <laughs> what, what Bumgarner said after the game, I really liked. It, when he was like, listen, they say, you know, let the kids play, whatever, whatever. That's how I play. I didn't throw okay. at the guy the next time up. Let me talk my – like, he didn't say let me talk my shit, but that's what I got from it. Let me talk my shit. If I want to yell at the dude, let me yell at the dude. If they want, if they can pimp it, then I can yell at the dude. And I'm for that. Right. I, I agree. But, I mean, it seemed like, again, every time someone <laughs> hit a home run off Bumgarner, he was getting upset at the dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, not, just, not just home runs, flyouts. Yeah. If someone flies out and threw the bat on the ground because they're mad they fly, flied out, Bumgarner would get pissed. Right. And that was I, – I, I was sick of, like, how can I fucking defend this now? Right. Like, I, I – I, I, you know. So, yeah, well, he's just one of the biggest babies of all time. But <clears throat> I think the thing that really bothered me about it yesterday was I was really hoping that would be kind of the, the turning point in the game where the Dodgers, it might have lit a fire under their ass and been like, okay, the division race is super close. We're playing these guys. They're disrespecting our pitcher. Like, let's pick it up. And then they just proceeded to be embarrassing on the field. And I think that's the thing that really bugged me is, I mean, it looked like a little league game out there yesterday and it was just so frustrating because the the Padres are playing 
with high energy. I mean, they're playing great. They're on an eight-game win streak. And it just looked like, you know, we couldn't care less. And we just went on the field and basically took a dump on the field. So I, I think that, you know, the, the pimping the home run and talking shit was just kind of the cherry on top of, like, the make me feel bad Sunday. <laughs> That's that I think is what kind of hurt the most. But eating your ice cream all crying and shit. My shit Sunday, yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. Me personally, I think today is going to be the turning point. I think Justin Turner coming back in the lineup is going to be yeah. the biggest turning point going into the postseason. And he's already three for three in four innings today. So we'll see if that really picks it up. But going forward. I mean, I know we're we're biased because we're Dodger fans, but do you think we can hold on to the division lead and win the eighth straight division, or do you think the Padres take it? That's the thing. I mean, they they easily can. It's just a matter of, I mean, for the, for the Padres, for them getting this to, in in a year like this, the division means absolutely nothing. Like, sure, you'll be like division champs, but even right. Kurt said last night, you don't get home field advantage. You don't get any sort of benefits. So I'm sure first round you do. Technically, oh, no. I mean, yeah. there's no fans, but technically, right. it's you, you get all the games at home. Right. But even who cares? Like, like in the new, I think they're in the neutral sites now, so it's like not even. I think the Dodgers are playing like in Texas for the first round. So, well, the the first round I believe is is all the they, teams at their at, at their park. Okay, so then if that's the case, and that is a benefit, but it's like the, the Padres. You could just tell last night that they clearly want this more. Not to say the Dodgers don't want it, but for the Padres, I mean, they haven't won a division title, you know, since what 2006. So. For 14, 15 years. So this is going to be huge for them. Like, it'd be great for the Dodgers to get a division title, make it eight in a row. But I really don't think any of them care. I think they just care more about getting healthy, getting the guys into October and seeing what happens there. Because, I mean, if they, if they win tonight and tomorrow, then I think they have it locked down because then they're up three and a half <clears> games with, I don't know, like 10, 11 left. And I don't think right. they blow that. But if they, you know, lose tonight and lose tomorrow, then all of a sudden they're trailing. Who knows what happens? But I think they can they can easily still control. I mean, they have a pretty easy schedule to close out the season. But, again, it doesn't necessarily matter. And I don't think the Dodgers care as much as the Padres do, just for the sole reason that, like, we, we win the division every year. Um, again, it doesn't really make much of a difference, you know, this year. Like, the, the AL or the NLCS is going to be, again, like in Texas. So, um, yeah. Who knows? But I, I, I still I, – I'd give the Dodgers like a 70%, 75% chance. It just depends on these next two games, really. Because like I said, if yes. they're up three and a half, if there's easily um, – if they're down half a game or just up, you know, half a game, uh, that might be kind of tough. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things going into the playoffs is the rotation, kind of some questions in the rotation with Bueller on the DL. May is going to get the, the start tomorrow. You know, his foot seems to be fine, but we'll, we'll see – what do you envision if we're going to go with a three-man rotation? Who do you who do you think slots into the three-man going into the playoffs? Yeah, that, that's the reason I hate the three-man. It's just because it's like it depends on who you get matched up with. Like if you have a good, you know, top three top three uh, starting rotation, you could be screwed. So I mean, obviously you're going to go Kershaw, Bueller, hoping, assuming they both get their healthy. I know Kershaw's had like you know the bl- or Bueller's had the blister problems, which isn't ideal. It's like Rich Hill all over again. So yeah. I, I think I, I Kershaw Bueller, that's one two. It, number three at this point, I think it's just I, I wouldn't be shocked if they get to that third game if they go some sort of combination of like Arias, Gonsolin, May, or they just take two of those guys because I you know do you trust Arias going six? Do you tr- I, at this point I think the sure guy. Don't. <laughs> I, at this point, the guy I would trust the most would be Gonsolin because he's yep. just looked the best the last two years. But it'll be interesting to see. I My guess would maybe be Gonsolin, 
or they, again, they make it a piggyback game with Dustin May and uh, Julio Arias, because that'd be my guess. Had, had, had Ross Stripling still been here, it likely would have been him, but he's, he's a guy I would not have trusted in the do or die game whatsoever. No. Yeah, Julio Arias, I don't, I really hope they don't name him like a game three starter. I would much rather have the piggyback option or just Gonsolin going straight, but I would not be surprised if they did. And that would just be such a bummer. Hopefully we don't have to get to it. Yours was like your guy for a while. That was like one of the top prospects that was, that was coming up. Is he, you guys hate him that much? I don't hate him. I'm just saying a potential, you know, a do or die game. I don't want him on the mound. Yeah. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. If anything, what I would do is I would have Kershaw game one. Then you throw like Gonsolin game two. Hope that like again if the Do- if the Dodgers go up one zero, hopefully then you can go up you know two zero and just end the series there. But worst case scenario, then if you have game three with Bueller on the mound, it's you know it's it's not an awful situation. I know the Dodgers would never do that, but again, if you go with Kershaw game one, if they win, just say you know what. I mean, even even if they start Gonsolin or Rios game two, the Dodgers are still going to be the favorite to win. So I just yeah. say roll, roll that out there, and if it works great, then you have Bueller for game one of the next series. Yeah, I can't imagine the Dodgers not being a favorite in any series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but that's the thing is, you know, even on the ESPN broadcast of the game on Sunday, which, I mean, again, the ESPN broadcasts are so terrible, and I feel like they're just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Did you hear what they said about the Astros? How like they yeah. were like they just they kept talking about them like like they were like they have so much to overcome. Like they didn't bring it on on themselves. Like it's not like the worst thing that, that could happen to baseball. Like, I, I don't know. And Vaskirchen is, is a good announcer. He's good. I like, yeah, I like that, Matty V, but he just did bad. a terrible job last um, that, that game. I forgot how many nights yeah. ago it was. Yeah, it will. I mean, even Saturday, Saturday, it's always A-Rod's weird. Always hearing, it's always weird hearing Joe Davis call the national broadcast for Fox just because he can't be biased for the Dodgers. But the best part of that game was when John Smoltz said something about you know, the Astros and people's batting average, like improving and things like that. <clears throat> and uh, basically alluding to the signs ceiling and Joe Davis just being completely silent and silent and not even acknowledging what he said. Yeah. Great. But yeah. A-Rod, A-Rod needs to go, but. Um, we say this all the time. I can't, I, I don't understand how someone so good at baseball can be so bad about talking about baseball. I don't right. understand it. So one of the big things for me that I've been kind of looking at recently is if we get past the three-game series, Globe Life Field or Globe Life Park, whatever it is now, the new one, it's not very hitter-friendly, especially as far as the long ball goes. And being really? a team yeah, that lives and dies by the long ball, I'm not too stoked that they're going to do this whole bubble thing and the Dodgers are going to be playing in Arlington. I'm yeah. Well, well, teams are going to be playing at Dodger Stadium, right? I don't know. See, and that's yeah, so the thing it's, is, it's it's the American League teams are playing at I think Dodger Stadium, Petco Park, and then the NL teams are playing at Minute Maid in Arlington. So that way, like, no team has like home field advantage, even though there's no fans. But I guess like a stadium advantage, which like I get, I get makes sense, but it's going to be a weird uh, weird playoff format for sure. I mean, if the Dodgers and the Padres have the best record in baseball, why not just let them have it? Right. I, the whole thing's I, – I, I don't like it. Like, I get why they're doing it, but I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. And I, I think, honestly, they, they just want the World Series in Texas because they know yeah. in Texas they're going to allow fans in to the World Series. Right. 
Because they yeah, said I, yeah, they might have like 25% capacity. So. Oh, uh, yeah. And California's not going to allow it. And Texas will. Texas so that, will do it this weekend if they could. Yeah, so that makes sense. Which is so bizarre, though, because, I mean, if the Dodgers are in the NLCS and they're playing in Houston, what hu- people from Houston are going to want to go watch yeah, the no Dodgers one in the NLCS? Yeah. Nah, I, they're, they're, they're going to fly out. <clears throat> it's, which, is even more, which is even more of a risk. So... It just it just plays along to the narrative that I think Rob Manfred is just making everything up as it goes, and he, he has just hates it all baseball. season, and it's just becoming such a shit show that I, I don't know. I just I don't think it's a good idea, but I mean, you know, we we're, we have to deal with the we are where we are, are. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, so continuing with the uh, we have the stud and dud of the week um, for the dud of the week, I'm gonna go with Max. Muncie, he's been hitting like shit. He looked like a little leaguer out in the field last night. I, I don't know. I just don't know with this guy. And especially with JT being hurt, we've had to shift Cody Bellinger to first, and we've had to shift Muncie to second or third. And I know it's not his kind of natural position now, but he's been playing like shit. So I'm going to give him the dud of the week. Um, yeah, Max Muncie, I hope he picks it up. He's out of the lineup tonight. So hopefully he can pick it up. Uh, Wake that ass up, kid. Yeah, Blake. I don't know if if you have a dud of the week in mind, but if you do, I'd love to hear it. I mean, just Muncy's been bad, but I, I'll go with Bellinger just because he's been really struggling too. I mean, he's he's been bad, but yeah, yeah. Muncy Muncy's been by far by far the worst at the plate for them like the past. I mean, whole season, but mainly like, the past few weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean, Bellinger and Muncy could probably uh, go toe to toe for dud of the season. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but on a happier note, the stud of the week is easily Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor has been raking. I mean, like he's done in his whole tenure with the Dodgers, he can play any position that Doc sticks him at. Um, but he's been raking and kind of keeping the team afloat. I mean, with Mookie, Pollock's been hitting really well. But I think stud of the week goes to Chris Taylor. I don't know if anyone's going to kind of disagree, but <clears throat> Blake, if you have someone else, I'd uh, be willing to hear it. I mean, well, I go with Will Smith. I mean, this dude has been unreal the last few weeks. I mean, he's hitting like over 300, has an OPS of over 1,000. And this is after like the first month of the year, he was hitting like 180, even though he had an OPS of like 850. I mean, he's hitting like, I think I, think I did an article the other day, like 380 over the last like three, four weeks, OPS of like 1300 and he has like a hit tonight. I mean, he's, he's just been raking. I, I like the Chris Taylor one though, just because I mean, Chris Taylor's like the overall do it all MVP, but Will Smith, I mean, he's been, he, he's been fantastic, especially even though Austin Barnes has been better as of late, having a, having a catcher you can rely on to hit. That's a, I mean, I'm sure, you know, having Buster Posey for a decade being an MVP type player. Not been bad. Must be nice. Agree, having, having a good offensive. And then pass. Joey Bart's supposed to be the shit too, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll get into, yeah. That's that's a whole other story. Yeah, but hey, it's all good. So I, I'll go yeah. with Will Smith. Yeah, I think – no, that's a great pick. I mean, I love at the beginning of the year when he wasn't really hitting well, they would bring up that <clears throat> hard ball hit metric where it has to have an exit velo of 95-plus, and he was leading the major leagues, I believe. So, I mean, he's been hitting the ball on the screws all season, but now, you know, they're just kind of falling in where they need to fall in. So, yeah, Will Smith's been doing pretty well. Big ups to uh, Will Smith. All right, Blake, man, we thank you so much for your time. We, we, we always end off with uh, what we call slow pitch questions, which are pretty much rapid fire, but just at a lot slower rate because we're going to call you if you, uh, if, 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 you uh, if you come out of pocket. Right. You ready? I'm ready. 
Okay, what uh, what was your favorite high school jam? Favorite high school jam? Oh, sorry, there was like a fire alarm that just went off, so I was trying to figure out what it was. Uh, high school... <laughs> oh yeah, just ignore the fire alarm. Yeah, there's there's no danger. Just keep. This is way more important than a the fire. The whole state's on fire. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it's really um, favorite high school jam. Uh, this I don't know why this just comes to mind. The summer going into my senior year, so I think that was what 2013. Blurred lines. That was just I don't know why. I just like whenever that came on, I just jam. Mm. That's the, that's just the one that comes to mind. A, Maybe because it was more that, that song is funky. You know that's, you want it. I, I I liked it. I Come again. I'm, I'm sure there's others that I probably like. You know, Everybody jam. get up. Yeah. But I I like blurred lines that summer. Yeah. Solid pick. Uh, where are we you going to? It? Go to. Uh, Go-to thing to eat out. Ooh, that could that could go that could go very dirty if you have that kind of mind. But food-wise, I mean, my girlfriend and I were like once a okay. week at, at Chipotle just because like it's the basic, easy thing to do down the street. Okay, go-to though. You can be basic here. That's fine. I'm just, I think that's even a hotter take than some something no one's heard of. Here. I'm gonna say like go-to like if I had a chance to go somewhere like not where I go most frequently. There are a few places. There's this, uh, it's like a hot dog, burger, like beer place. I think there's a few in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. It's called Dog House. That mm-hmm. place. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Place fantastic. Um, let's see. There's like a burger place. Entrez Dog House. Yeah, it's it's the best. There's a burger place in Pasadena called just Hook Burger. That that place is fen- phenomenal. So again, like I'm not like going there often, but if, you know, you said like mm-hmm. you're going anywhere for dinner, where are you going? I'm choosing those places. So oh, are yeah, you, you're in Pasadena. Go for it. <clears throat> are you from Southern California? So yeah, born and raised in LA, right next to Pasadena. I've been here my whole life. Then went to ASU for four years, but now I'm back living living here right next to Pasadena. Okay, cool. So I don't have to give the you know In and Out or Whataburger oh, yeah. or In and Out or something else. We are. I'm assuming we know where you stand. It's In and Out all the way. Yes. I all can right. Agree. Perfect. That's the that's the only right answer. Right. Pasadena. Shout out to uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles that has one in Pasadena. Really good. Really good thing. Um, if you could. Pimp a home run or strike someone out. You can go both. Go one. It's up to you. Who are you going to do it off of? I'm pimping a home run off of Madison Bumgarner. I knew that no was coming. That, yes. that's, that's a favorite for, do- <clears throat> for, for Dodger people. And I'm hitting it into the pool at Chase Field. Okay. All right. I love it. No strikeout. You're just gonna, you're, 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 you hit bombs. I'm hitting bombs. I'm hitting like bombs. Like Big Al, you, you only hit dingers. I like it. I Why dingers. not? You got it. Um, lock up song. I'm so I went through this phase a few years back when it's this song it's called Intoxicated. I forget who it's by. It's like by Marvin something, whatever. It's just this cool, like it has this really cool beats, and I, I used to like jam to it. But Anthony it's Anthony Rizzo's walk-up song. And okay. it goes like bum, 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 bum. But like everyone in the stands like claps along. And I I literally said like five, six, seven years ago, I'm like, this would be my walk-up song, and I would have the entire crowd clap along to it. And Anthony Rizzo made that as a walk-up song and the entire crowd gets into it. So since I can't do that, since I'd be copying him, I'd have something like it's a, if I'm like a really good player where I'm like an all-star and I'm not like a joke, I would have like some Frank Sinatra. I would have some like really obscure random songs every time. But like if I was like a 200 hitter and it's just like a joke, I would just choose one consistent song. But if I was a really good player, I'd have like, again, like Frank Sinatra, maybe some like just old school, like early 2000s rap, something like that. Make it a little interesting. Okay. Some of the things. I like it. Yeah. And then we're going to end off with, uh, let's go. Go to karaoke song. That's a good one. Fergal- Easy. Fergalicious by Fergie. Oh. Fergalicious. 
Very yeah. early. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Easily. The the rap part. So basically, like, you're a funky guy. Yeah. I, I like it though. Like the just gets into I like that. <laughs> I do. So I have a little, have respect for you. Thank you know you. that that question, the karaoke question, really begs. What's your karaoke question or <laughs> your favorite, your go-to karaoke song, Jesse? I'm curious. Me? Yeah. Uh, I I think the thing is, is I picked the intro for this podcast. Um, so it would probably be "Love Me Sexy" by by Jackie Moon or. Um, I would have to do it with, with, with a friend. It would be Mother Lover by Lonely Island. Those, those would That's be the it. two. Any Lonely Island song is a great one. Yeah. What about you, Tyler? Since we're, since we're sharing, why don't you, before you go, why don't you tell us what it is, Tyler? I've only done karaoke once. It happened last okay. year. I was very drunk after a wedding. We went to a bar. And my friend Mikey and I sang Hero by uh, – what's the guy from Nickelback? Enrique no, that, right? It's no, Saliva it's, featuring no, Chad Kroger. No, it's Chad Kroger featuring... Uh, oh, it's Nickelback featuring the guy from Saliva. Yeah, it was on the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah, yeah I forgot it was Nickelback featuring... It's Saliva and Nickelback. Yeah, it's a, it's a banger. It's and this bar had a lot of people wearing cowboy hats, and they were not down with it. You gotta know your crowd, man. You gotta they know your crowd. They were not cool with it. But that, that's... Uh, if I ever do karaoke again, that's my, that's my go-to for sure. I like it. Awesome. Well, Blake, thank you so much for, for your time, man. I know you got to go. You have important things. You got to watch, you know, uh, get to finish watching the Clipper game. I mean, whoever wins is going to lose to the Lakers anyways in five. That's true. Um, so, Clippers not looking good right now. They are not looking good. They were up the seven score? in the third, and they're now down eight. How much time so is left? About to enter the fourth quarter. Shit. Uh, I was going to try to maybe um, wrestle you into betting on it, but, you know, if they're not even going to make it. Dude, right. what can you do? The hey, if they get there, we'll down. see. Down All right, one might win two series. Are they that good, or do the uh, Jazz and Clippers just suck that bad? All right, that option. No, Denver's <laughs> good. Murray is Murray's a fucking madman, dude. So, yeah, we'll see. So yeah, yeah. I, I hope well, the Clippers uh, win. I want to. I want to settle that Laker Clipper debate. Me too. Like that. Yeah. That would be nice. That'd be kind of fun. Even if the Clippers get swept, like at least we can know like what could have been. Yeah. What could have been. No, I agree 100%. Well, if they end up pulling it out, I'll be sliding in your DMs again, Blake. Thank you so much for coming on, man, and uh, hope to have you on again sometime, man. For sure, guys, for sure. This was a lot of fun. So anytime, just let me know. We can make it happen. Awesome. Well, thanks, right. brother. Appreciate it. Going into next week, the Giants really need to make a statement. They're, they got a S- Seattle for a couple games, then they got Oakland and start the series in Colorado next week. Um, they need to sweep Seattle again. They need to beat Oakland, which isn't crazy. I mean, they they had Oakland last series, and they play Oakland very well since the beginning of time. So uh, they need to win that series, take two out of three. And as a whole, they need to uh, at least go 50-50 with, with Colorado. So at least winning a game um, out of the first two games. So we're going to go two, two, and one, going five out of, what is that, seven? Yeah, five out of seven. That's what they need to. That's what they need to bring next week. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. But for the Dodgers, you know, we already we already lost to the Padres. So right now we're up three one in the bottom of the seventh. Hopefully we can win the series. Still, it's still salvageable. We need to win the series. We have to win tonight. We have to win tomorrow. And then going into next week or the rest of this week and the beginning of next week, we got four in Colorado. Um, that's going to be a big series. I think we need to take at least three at cores just because I feel 
cores is we do really well at cores we're a long ball team so i'm not too worried about that i'm more worried about our pitching getting beat up why are you laughing bro i'm saying just because we don't we don't do good at course <clears throat> i'm just worried about for us so i feel like that's why five to seven ain't great isn't crazy i'm just worried about the pitching getting beat up before going into the playoffs you know i hope the starters can go deep i hope we don't have to exhaust the bullpen that's kind of my biggest worry excuse me you got any double headers? Nope. Uh, I was going to say, seven innings actually kind of really saves the bullpen because the starter usually will go, yeah. you know, because they see the light at the end of the tunnel, they'll, they'll go seven or they'll go six and at yeah. least six. Well, the- yeah, I mean, to that point, Tony Gonsolin just got through the seventh inning tonight and he's only thrown 90 pitches. So maybe he goes out there for, for the eighth and we only have to use the bullpen for one. But, I mean, throwing Kenley Jansen out there for one inning is now kind of uh, – it's not a, a, a sure a thing as a used. You gotta thing. go. With your guy. You gotta give it to him until he loses the job. <clears throat> That's the way it is. One outing is not gonna do it for you. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But if he loses, if he blows it tonight, I mean, yeah. this is this is the biggest game of the season. Last night was mm-hmm. the biggest game of the season. We blew that, so now tonight's the biggest game of the season. So Definitely. hopefully, the Dodgers can go five and two as well. Um, we're we're gonna need it. But the biggest thing is we have to win. Both series. Just keep winning yeah. series and we'll go from there. As always, this episode has been brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, who always offers Benches Cleared podcast listeners 20% off. Use promo code Benches at checkout. Fall stuff's out, you know. Be down. Wait, am I doing it right? Yeah. The word ben- Benches. Benches Cleared. Benches. Well, no, the, the, some- the code is Benches. I know. Benches. <laughs> Don't put clear. Just put banches right there. Banches. Code is banches. Get yourself some candles. You know, you make sure to make, all the yeah, time. yeah. Get those candles. Get yourself smelling right. Make sure to be getting your social media right by following us on Twitter, but just cleared P and Instagram, but just cleared podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave a leave a, a review to help us grow. We'd really appreciate it. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. We are here every Wednesday, and we'll see you. Next Wednesday. Uh-huh. P.S. Follow us on Twitter so you can watch me crumble emotionally when the Dodgers lose. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a treat. Fuck that the Dodgers. Everyone apparently. Fuck Aubrey won. Huff. Fuck Aubrey Huff. <laughs> That's, can't get any better than that. Nope. See you guys next week. <laughs>